Hello, hello. Welcome to the End Evil Podcast. Uh, this is Chris Jansen. Evil is the destruction of freedom. The End Evil Podcast has been inspired by the book, The End of All Evil, by Jeremy Locke, which you can download for free. Just look it up on the internet, and or you can check out endevil.life, and there's um, directions to find your way to all kinds of great material there. So this is a great um, week. I haven't done a live show for a minute, so I'm glad to be back. Good to see whoever's here. Thanks for joining me. Um, hope you guys can join me in the chat today. Feel free. We're on Twitch. We're on Facebook, on YouTube. You can find my links. And um, just go ahead and jump in and say something in the comments, and you can join in this conversation. I have today with me a wonderful guest. I have uh, my good friend and and um, fellow truth speaker, James Cordner from a Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth podcast with me today. What's up, James? Thanks for joining me. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be back yet again. Speak to you. It's always a great time. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Welcome back. And, um, you know, we kind of came together this time because we're both working on a conference for this fall. And you were kind enough to invite me to be part of your conference, which I'm really excited about. And I'm looking forward to that. And um, then we got the Shattering the Illusion is the name of your conference, you and Joe yep. Murray are organizing. And then we got our Funnel 2 conference, which is also in September. So we'll talk about those events coming up. And um, then we'll just chat and see where the conversation goes. And my kind of ideas, I was thinking a little bit about um, just kind of the state of things, what we can actually do in the world. You know, there's changes happening around us. I think everybody's concerned for what's coming next. And, um, you know, the main topic is freedom. And then under that umbrella of natural law. So, yeah, how are you feeling about um, this fall and what's coming, James? Well, uh, I don't know what's coming. It's a little... You know, there's some theories out there, I guess, but I do know a couple of things that are coming to our conferences, and I'm feeling really, really good about those. Um, you know, the there is a, a very, very good reason to be doing these uh, online events, you know, preferably in person, but it's convenient to be able to use this technology to be able to pull off something like this online. Um, makes it very much more accessible to both the viewer and the speakers to be able to come together, you know, and, uh, and to produce like this material that needs to be shared, that needs to be put back out there to act as sort of a, at a, a sort of a, a blockade or sort of a, a pushback against all the evil stuff that's being put out there. We, we really starts with the, the voice, and goes on from there to other uh, other ways but <laughs> we can start with the voice that's the important thing you know the the condition of the world is really deteriorating even quicker than maybe a lot of people uh i don't know a lot of people these days would would expect it to there's certainly a lot of people that have seen this coming something coming for a long time and even the past couple of years with you know the uh, sickness and the scandemic 
type of situation that's been going on like there's even more people that are like oh what next oh they're all afraid and that's a hell of a thing to be going through is all that fear and it's really just excuse me it's really just terrible um i mean unfortunately it's not over you know we kind of we've, we've been getting a little tricked lately in my opinion that that maybe it's over you know the stories uh on the news have been different of course it's their election year and everything and it's it's a total mess out there but uh you see <laughs> stupid court trials of celebrities and everything like that and like you know it's all distraction bread and circuses distraction methods and everything you know meanwhile they're the, the bitch that was selling the kit, like just Lane Maxwell gets sentenced and everything found guilty, but none of her customers are brought forward. No one cares about that. They care about some other person taking a, you know, taking a dump on Johnny Depp's bed. They, they care about that. They don't care about, about anything else, but the, you know, this superficial garbage, you know, meanwhile, you know, people are talking about, about these celebrities and all this other bullshit and like, you know, even just just today, a bill was passed. Like I, you know, a bill was passed about domestic terrorism, and and everything. They were trying to do a disinformation governance board that was getting a little bit of traction, and they shut that down. You know, all these things are happening in the background that are going to affect us, whether we believe in it or not. And it's like exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see Will in the chat already. Shadows on the wall. It's Plato's cave. Yeah, right. It's yeah. it's Plato's cave in real life. And it's like, it's, it's like, dude, what's coming down the pike is seriously something fucking terrible. Excuse me. I, I, I don't like to curse, but I know you're all right with it. There's about I, I to be a treaty like signed. Cursing. I'm a construction the, guy. <laughs> and I'm we a, I'm a, in, I'm a, we speak I, in curse words. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, tra- I'm a trash guy. I, I feel you. Yeah. 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 But like there, there's, there's this treaty about to be signed from the world health organization basically saying like you know um we can declare a pandemic and when we do like we're we're in charge and any country that signs on to this is basically handing over the reins to it's it's globalism 101 folks it's it's really what it boils down to so this is the shadows on the wall and meanwhile what's really going on is like terrible things that are going to affect us whether we whether we sign on or or agree with it or not it's still going to be something happening in the world that affects us so that brings us back to like what can we do to push back i mean there's going to be there could be some very tough times ahead but what can we really do right now to maybe help avoid some of the the crazy shit that could be coming i i guess the same stuff that we've been doing for quite a while now is speak about it raise awareness about it try to get people to realize that <laughs> the life that they want to have is is not going to be something that they can have anymore like and it's very very true it's very possible kind of rambling on a little bit here but honestly you know. i think i think we can have a, a lot better quality of life and a lot better future than we might think but it's going to require a different level of how we interact with one another. And that's really the topic that, you know, I'm going to be working on heading towards these conferences coming in this fall. You know, I've been really noticing how important the, um, the facet of communication is 
Yeah, well, this is a great episode to clean my mosque perspective. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we're in the time where we're we're having to think those things, you know. Um, I'm definitely working on my own personal self-defense measures and thinking about what what am I going to do if things get worse quickly. But, you know, I also have to admit, on the other hand, like I was telling you before the show, I had kind of a dire prediction when 2020 hit and when I saw what was happening with um, stores being shut down. I thought we had like three to four months before people were, you know, rioting and in the streets because of food shortages and that type of thing. And that didn't come to be. So my prediction was obviously a little harsh. But um, what I saw in the extent of the problem, I, I realized that the extent of the problem is far worse than I thought, you know, and then going forward, you know, we see now like gas is basically double what it was, you yeah. know, not a very short time ago. Um, prices of like wood, for instance, you go buy some lumber at the lumber store. It's like close to double in some cases. Very, very high. You know, there there is a fallout still happening from everything that's gone on for the last couple of years. So I do predict um, a lot more problems. But what I want to talk about and bring forward to people and communities is building our communities and building and strengthening our connections. And um, I think that's why this topic we came up for funnel two called convergence. The idea idea there being that we stop letting ourselves being so split up from all these little details and we start converging on what really matters. And we focus in unity on what what actually does matter, which is the topic of freedom right? Freedom is the, the thing that we need to be caring about and looking at and considering what is freedom? What is it not? You know, how can we start working on getting it back if we ever had it or instituting it in a real way? And, um, you know, natural law is the understanding of natural law, I think the way to get there. But how do we get other people there, you know, by speaking out? And that's what we're we're trying to do. And I think it's more than just how many ears we reach tonight or tomorrow night or, you know, in this conference, it's there's a spiritual facet to being on the side of working in the right direction rather than digging the hole deeper, which is what many of us have been doing most of our lives. From my point of view, how does that strike you? Uh, I mean, it strikes pretty close with me. You know, I mean, I've, I've been struggling for a long time, you know, on the search for, you know, the idea of figuring out more spirituality, figuring out where where I am, you know, where I'm at, you know what I mean? We're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, where am I at in life? And it's been about almost 20 years now that I've been really like asking these types of questions where I, you know, I was in my teens when I started like kind of rethinking the whole spirituality thing and kind of trying to see what's going on it's been like this back and forth and everything i so uh, yeah what you're saying really kind of strikes strikes home with me you know is trying to but but these days i really just want to like talk to people about you know like hey you know we got all these problems and yeah like you can get really stuck there focusing on them but like i really want to start focusing on solutions and even if the problems that like could happen don't happen, you know, so I said could happen. If those things that could happen don't happen, but the solutions are still important 
and they're going to apply even if those really, really terrible things don't happen. So like building communities and networking, like what you're, what you're focusing on, that's either which way a fucking amazing thing to focus on, you know? So, I mean, yeah, we, like, we have all these terrible things behind us. Who knows what the future is, is going to hold. So I, either which way, wouldn't we want to like have a future where we're focusing on these really, really good ideas where like, this is what we're accomplishing. You know, so we just got through all the terrible stuff. Let's, let's focus on, let's manifest some good shit instead mm -hmm. of, instead of like perpetuating this terrible cycle of, of just bad things happening, you know? um natural law is definitely the key to all, all of it you know so starting there and getting people to have a foundational understanding of natural law in my opinion is probably the most important thing and if they can start having something like that uh you know tucked away in their tool belt so to speak then hey we're making some good headway and uh we're you know making a better future it's all about the it's all about that future you know and having a better one <laughs> it's yeah it's tough manifest some good shit that's what we got to be doing says misty that's a good comment yeah bang, you bang. know I, it got me to thinking about something i talked about yeah little explosions um in in an early presentation i did way back in 2020 i the year before i had gone on this trip to um london and um france and i can't remember which museum it was in but one of those big fancy museums with you know some of these classical pieces of art has this sculpture or i think its name's rodin it's called the gates of hell and it shows like it's like this tower and it shows like all this nasty stuff going on and people like crawling their way towards the top and i and i just I sat there staring at it and it kind of brought a tear to my eye and I started thinking about just like the big picture of our world, how people are like literally stepping on each other's heads and crawling over one another to kind of get to the top, you know, like, like rats in a maze that, that it's really a chaotic kind of sad situation where, you know, we have all these people and most people I think honestly want to do the right thing and want to be doing something good. And if we work together, we could be doing something really fantastic. We could all be, you know, lifting each other up out of the gates of hell. Right. But instead, yeah, but what the, we're doing is actually dragging each other down into it. Yeah. And that's happening on a regular basis, even with people we love. We have so much hard time getting along with each other in this world right now. And so yeah. there's inner work that needs to go on for us to be in good enough shape to even build a community. And that's kind of what I'm realizing you know, so many people are so traumatized, they barely have the ability to get along with their brothers and sisters, much less, you know, the people across the street. See, the problem that the, the problem kind of comes up where it's like the things that people have been told, it's like moral relativism. You said that people just want they, that you you think people want to do good. And I agree with you. I think that people want to. But it's what their idea of good is, is really actually it's not correct a lot of people out there have a very very uh miss they're very they they have a misunderstanding of what good is you know and they think that they're doing good while stepping on another person's head to get the climb that fake ass ladder to the top 
and it's like well like that's why it's very important to have objective morality and natural law being main a main focus especially the uh, you know the objective morality part if you can't get across all the all the all the inner workings and you know fine-tuned uh clear concise effectively communicating natural law to somebody at least get down you know objective morality and <clears throat> a lot of other pieces over kind of a more extended period of time will start falling into place as long as that objective morality is really just drilled into people's heads about you know the diff real clear differences between right and wrong action so it's like i think that's where a lot of these problems come from these days is that people think that they're doing right because it's right for me you know not i don't care about anyone else it's right for me so it's like that element of care is dead and so it's how we got here i don't see any other way i mean it could be my opinion but it, it, i i kind of lean more toward that that's just the facts of the matter is like that's how we got here where we are today it's like people just don't give a fuck about anyone else but themselves and maybe a little bit of care is extended to their immediate families because you got to put that smile on you got to be a good person you know even if you got to fake it to make it type of bullshit you know but you're not really a good person are you like <laughs> you're just doing enough just to scrape by you're not making any hard sacrifices. You're not really doing the fucking right thing. You're doing what's right for you, not for anyone else. And that's that. And that's that type of attitude that's led us down this path of just moral relativism. And we're never going to get out of it until people start waking the fuck up to start doing the right thing instead of just what's right for them, what's just objectively right. And... I get upset a little bit about this because I deal with this on a daily basis in my personal life with people that that I grew up telling me how to be a good person and turns out they're just scumbags. <laughs> it's like they're liars and cheats and it's just like, whoa, it's really eye-opening and it's really upsetting. And that's about as much as I really want to say about these people. But like, it's like, that's why I get such kind of I have like kind of a visceral reaction to 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 these types of topics and like seeing just how degenerated people's morality is just how low and just it's just not good behavior <laughs> it's what got us well, here That's you know my like point. we look at at the things that that brought us to that shape right and i came yeah. up with this idea like moral relativism you could say that moral real tv ism right <laughs> because what what we all have is the shared reality and that's what makes us um kind of on the same plane right but we also have this shared alternate reality that started when we were little kids and we started watching cartoons and commercials and movies right and mm -hmm. through all these years we're watching this stuff and it's like this whole other reality that's being formed in our minds right and it's subtle because you know, we have to say, oh, it's not real. It's just fake. But but it does become real. It it takes up space in our minds. And I've thought about it this way. I could meet someone I've never met before from the opposite end of the country. And we start talking about the Smurfs. We both know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about, right? We know about Papa Smurf and we know about Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh right? 
it's like we have this whole shared experience, almost like we lived in the same place together, right? It's kind of weird when you think about it that that this fake this fake world has actually been made real to the extent that it's all in our brains and we all have this shared fake reality. And in that shared fake reality, there is no really law, you know? And so people are kind of used to this idea that there is no law other than what we make, you know, what the government makes or what the city makes. There, there's not an inherent law. But I think when you spend, if we had spend our whole life in nature from the time we were born to the time now, I think it would be pretty hard to, um, to shut it out because it's very natural when you're um, close to nature and you're close to the flow of life that there's there's a harsh reality to life that if you do certain things or you don't do certain things there's going to be these reactions you know and there's going to be actions and whereas now we're, we're all hiding behind these screens and we've been kind of affected by years and years of these different levels of indoctrination well it is it's mind control you know that's where it really starts is like in those formative years as a child like you're you're, you're bringing it back to that a that that stage in people's lives is like from children you're talking about the smurfs like pretty good example of cartoons and everything kind of coming in and forming uh, a view of reality within a young child's mind and that's going to stick there and it's going to stay with them for a very long time it's very hard to undo that programming now, you could sit there and enjoy a television show as a child. I'm not saying don't do that. I'm saying maybe it's a job of the parent to supervise that. And when some bullshit's going on, point it out and say, hey, 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 that's not really how things go down. But if we look at it like, you know, if we look at it. Uh, so. <laughs> so uh, if we look at it, we can also see many, many instances where um, the the mind control gets amped up. The, the volume the, the you know the volume on that gets turned up a lot when you see movies and television shows that are depicting um, who the good guys are you know these moments of anchoring where the superhero lands in front of an American flag you know after beating the bad guy you know and it's like that's in the background on the screen in the scene of the movie it's in the background. And it's a reflection of where it's going to go in your mind, too, because you're focused on Spider-Man, but behind Spider-Man is an American flag. That American flag is going in your subconscious. You're going to associate that American flag with a superhero. And your association... Make America is, great again! Right, right. But, like, you know, this has been going on for decades. So it's, like, it's called anchoring. And they do that. It's mind control. It's literally to give you their view of reality. To, it's a prescribed belief in a sense where they're going to imprint these moments into your brain and subconsciously you're going to associate the hero with the American flag and therefore the American flag means justice and that's the right thing to do and oh the cops got the bad guy and the whole movie it's like it's all a bunch of it's all a bunch of mind control you know and like to your point about nature yeah if you spent <laughs> so um, there was this quote going around a couple years back when all the fear was getting ramped up. I forget who really said it, but it was something along the lines of like, there's a guy out in the woods right now with no phone, no TV, and no idea how afraid he's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, it, it goes to show like 
how much how many people would have been freaking out if they didn't see everybody rushing to the store to get the toilet paper you know mm-hmm. like how many people would be freaking out right now about the possibilities of the future you know and it can work both ways so it's kind of you know informative but also detrimental to our mental health but it's also good in some aspects to prepare us for you know i am not going to let that shit happen to me when you see something like what's going on in shanghai and then so that's all under the assumption that it's all true they could be fabricating all of it they make fucking movies that make it look like a dude is jumping from a goddamn airplane with no parachute from like thousands of feet up in the air and he just lands and everything's okay and it's like <laughs> it doesn't happen in real life so i have very little trust in any media at all you know it's like you know the most news i've had in weeks was what you just told me in the beginning of the show i have no idea (laughs) what they're talking about on the news stream or the news circle i don't even like um alternative shows that concentrate on that news cycle because to me it's just so distracting and it's so not important and when you actually cut it out of your life it's amazing how little it affects reality you know it's just most of the stuff that's being talked about is not even relevant in the littlest bit to our lives you know you you know and and here's an interesting thing i went through um okay probably about seven years before um covid 2000 that was 2020 so i'm talking 2012 2013 somewhere in there was when i really started looking into the subject of weather engineering and um, geoengineering chemtrails right and for me that was a heavy heavy subject to get into because it's a tricky subject right there it's difficult to find straight answers but the more i looked at it the more i come to the conclusion that you know it's very likely that we're all being poisoned on a daily basis through the sky you know through through what they could spray anything up there and people wouldn't know you know is, is the end result of what i realized like even if it is just condensation, nobody knows the difference. You know, everybody I've tried to talk to about it basically blow it off. Like they're, they're not that interested. So, you know, we very well could be getting sprayed with any kinds of any number of poison. And that for me was like a scary, scary thing to realize that our, uh, that our reality could be that skewed, you know, that we're all getting sprayed like rats, right? And so I went through this experience of trying to impress upon other people, look what this means. And then combining that with what I learned about 9-11, like this means that we're owned by a very few people in the world. This means that this network of evil is entrenched and it's been around for generations. You know, the implications were so scary and so huge that I was kind of freaking out. And then and then come seven years later and everybody else is freaking about out about something that i'm not worried about at all you know i'm like ah you know i'm not worried at all about getting sick you know i mean it's nothing compared to what's going on around us in the sky every day for instance you know it's just like when i compared the two things in my mind i was just like well getting sprayed from the sky is a lot worse than everybody getting sick with the disease that that's way worse you know (laughs) and no one cares about that so or driving for instance the way we drive cars is hella dangerous um, the last thing I saw was over 2,000 people die on a California freeway every year. And it's like, well, that's pretty serious. Are we going to stop driving cars? You know what I mean? If we're that worried about 2,000 people dying. 
so it's just like it made me realize that the way people are comparing things seems seems so far out um let's see what did misty have to say there it's all irrelevant in 2008 i woke up to the most basic things but i held on to the religious beliefs because i felt i was the only truth i had spiritual awakening can be paralyzing yeah i think a lot of people have gone through this experience and it's intense the more you come to realize it messes with your body it messes with your soul you have to rethink about everything and that's why there's so much resistance to it and that's why a lot of people aren't going to do it but for those of us out there that have started this journey and that are on this journey that's where i think it's important that people like you and i james keep pushing the ball forward and working on these things like we're we're doing whether it's conferences yeah. or podcasts so um you know say a little more on that and then i think we should um transition and start talking some more about the upcoming conferences well i mean just to touch on like that subject of you know the geoengineering and the the chemtrails and everything like that it's like well you can't disprove that it's happening and it, it, the only people that are going to tell you that it's not happening are the it, it's like a it's a it's an appeal to authority really like you're gonna go oh the, these oh cnn says it's not happening or the the government says it's not happening so that's good enough for me you know that's really not the kind not kind of the kind of not the route you want to be going down is to be listening to them so like you know questioning everything is 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 a great thing to do right i i would say that it's a great thing to do it's just tough to stay on track of like all right so at the end of the day what what it really comes down to is like there is a small group of people you know that are looking to control everyone <laughs> and they have no right to do that you know and so okay they're they're spraying chemtrails they're you know they're doing all this crazy shit they're poisoning us within the water and the sky and you know supposed medicines right these things that people you know people are gravitating toward because they want to be healthy they think they want to be healthy you know they have a very very uh, they've been lied to their entire lives about how to how to get healthy and everything you know or they've made themselves unhealthy and then they oh the real way to get healthy is just too hard so i'm just going to take some pills or something instead i mean it's all just it's an appeal to authority in my opinion um and uh it's just tough uh, to what misty to what misty said it, it's it is a spiritual awakening being paralyzing yeah i mean it, it's it's frightening almost <laughs> it's like holy shit like it makes you makes you really wish you had uh <laughs> you had more time or that it happened earlier you know in 2008 that's that's pretty long time ago so maybe not for you but for some other people you know maybe they wish they had it happen er to them earlier <laughs> so it wouldn't have been as paralyzing you know maybe they wish that they were never lied to to begin with you know and um i i just i always like to to remind people that that we as in the aggregate will never really know for sure exactly what's going on until uh the condition of slavery has been ended um and to me that's where our primary focus should be now it's interesting and these are topics to kind of get people's attention as far as like um as far as you know, things like chemtrails and geoengineering, uh, things like, you know, 9-11 and all the 
lies and the scams and everything. These are definitely, definitely things that we should focus on, but it shouldn't be the primary focus. I, I believe that it's, uh, I believe that it's a way to get people's attention and to get people talking. I think that it should be under the umbrella of the condition of slavery that we're in. And that's the main problem. And that's what needs to end because we're never going to know the truth about any of it until the slavery is done. And it's, it's kind of, sometimes I get a little harsh about it. I get a little combative about it with, with other people when they want to talk about flat earth and all this other garbage nonsense. Um, and I gotta be like, I, you know, I gotta tell, like, I, I have some people that like to talk about flat earth. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, all right, you know, I, 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 I go on and on about it. I really could. Um, well, you know, I see both sides of that. It's like you said, question everything, right? Like I'm, I'm down yeah. to question, I'm down to question everything. And I'm curious about, you know, some of the stuff I've seen, um, you know, when the flat earth came out, it was very interesting and it made me, um, I learned a lot about the lies of NASA, for instance. Um, I, I have a whole different kind of viewpoint on what space might be than I used to. Um, I have whole, a whole bunch of new thoughts and ideas that I've formed since I started seeing people come out with those ideas. So I took it in a pretty positive way. Um, that being said, I also see where there's division happening um, in the freedom community, if we could call it that, because of like that, that subject's one that is a good example of something that people will let it become a wedge in a relationship. Or um, the same way I've seen, um, I know two adult men who are like in their 50s, who'd been friends for like 40 years, right? Been at each other's families, weddings and funerals. And all of a sudden they disagree about Trump and that's going to end their relationship. You know, it's right. like, what's the quality of your relationship when you can't get through a disagreement about the shape of the earth or um, some fucking politician who really just wants you dead, you know? Yeah. And that that does piss me off because like we're we have a real problem here, you know, like I was saying, things are things are getting worse quick, you know, and if if people can't agree about the most basic things and get along, how are we going to survive as a community? How is there going to mm -hmm. be a freedom community if we can't even, you know, come to terms with what is our most important thing to be discussing, you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, I we're going to lose friendships like, over that, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I just want to make something absolutely clear about about what I was trying to get at. It's like, I'm not saying uh, I'm not trying to be the thought police or anything like that. That's not my that's not my angle here. All I'm all I'm saying is that I'm, I've run across people that that's their whole thing. Right. Like, that's their whole thing. That's all they talk about. That's like, hey, like, that's great. It's a great thought to entertain and everything like that. But there's bigger fish to fry, you know, there's, there's, so sorry to use that kind of a kind of slang, but there, there's, there's bigger things at stake here. And it's like, that's a great topic. Like I, like I said before to like grab people's attention and kind of bring them into the fold of like questioning authority and questioning what you've been told. And, and that's a great thing to do. And I want to nurture that in people, but there's, the over and like the overall goal here is to end this condition of slavery that we're in because we can talk about what the truth is about all these different subjects 
but we'll never know. We'll never really know until that condition of slavery is ended. We'll never know what it's like to have free energy. We'll never know if the earth is flat or round, hollow, if it's a tetrahedron. We'll never know until this condition of slavery is ended. I know how it sounds like I know how I come across when I'm saying this stuff. And I don't want to like, I, I need to stress it like and make it absolutely clear. I'm not trying to tell anybody to not focus on it. I'm just trying to trying to encourage people to not get stuck on, on, you know, one topic. And if you're going to get stuck on a topic, get stuck on the one that's going to help you discover ways to make us free. <laughs> Cause we're talking about freedom. If that's the topic of discussion here, we're not going to gain freedom by focusing on if the earth is round or flat, you know, and hell, even the chemtrails, we're not going to, we're not going to gain freedom by that being the only thing we focus on. We need to stop this evil shit that's going on. And there, there's a small group of people that think that they're better than you. They hate you and they want to tell you what you can and cannot do with your body. They want your body to be their property. And that's, that's how what's going on right now. There are people out there that are signing treaties and making and making agreements with each other, and they think that you're just a pawn in their chess game, and that's not cool with me, and I'm not going to stand for it. I could stand here. I could sit here and talk about all these other little conspiracy theories and whatnot, but I don't think any of them really hold any water until, until uh, something's done about these sick, psychopathic fucks that want to affect my life and my children's life, your life, Chris, my f other friends' lives in this community. I don't think anything else matters. And if I'm, you know, if I'm coming across a little, you know, jerky about that, I apologize to you personally. About oh, no, because I'm on the same page know. with you on that. I agree. Um, the only thing I would caution is I, from where I sit here, some people go from what you're saying is we need to take those people out. Like, like that's the ultimate solution is to track down these psychopaths and, you know, destroy them or remove them from the earth. And I'm fairly certain that ain't going to solve the problem either, because it's the no. same thing that happened in, in the French Revolution. The people that start cutting off heads, eventually they're cutting off each other's heads no. and then someone else is cutting off their head. And, and it just leaves room for now. The emperor comes in and takes over. Right. And it's like um, what, what Will said earlier is very true, you know, or what John said, the division is the psyop. And, you know, if they can get us to be divided in all these little ways, they got us beat. The only way we stand a chance, you know, and, and the actual most practical thing for most of us on a real level, day-to-day -day level is to improve our own physical self. And that means doing things like yoga and exercise and meditation and self-work so that we can be at the level to where we can understand things and discern truth and communicate with other human beings in a way that that we don't have to offend them, you know, and hurt their feelings. You know, we have to work around people's sensitivities because we're all so triggered and traumatized because of our fucked up lives leading to this point. You know, even me, like I'm, I'm sometimes I'm in a little bit of an emotional mess. I realize that like I've had to really learn to communicate better and to be more upfront and not 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 have like, you know, um, get angry at someone, then don't say anything. And then it comes out later in some sneaky way, you know, like these are the things that we got to work on to create freedom. You know, I don't have a way to go shoot down all these like occult sorcerers. You know, if I did, that would be, a, you know, it would probably be somewhat enjoyable, you know, 
then I would know exactly what to do. All I got to do is go shoot that guy. Problem solved. But it's not that easy. Then that's not how natural law works. It's all no. of us working together, right? Right. And like, and you know, stooping to their level is not the solution. It's not, it's, it's definitely not something that I would, that might me personally would like try to influence anybody to do. But what the influence is, is like trying to reach people with speech, trying to get them to change their minds for themselves and to start discerning for themselves what the truth is versus what they've been lied to about. And that can really, that can really, you know, change a lot. It can impact the world in a very, very healthy way. Uh, people coming into uh, and lining up with natural law and objective morality and living, living their lives based on that instead of the lies and the, and the deception that they have been living their lives based on for the foreseeable past. You know, it's like uh, the, well, not foreseeable, but you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you yeah, know, as it's far a, as we've been able to see, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's as much as uh, I mean, government has existed throughout the course of human history, um, the recorded history, at least, much of it. And it's just, I don't know, man. It, who has all the answers, right? But oh, I, I do. It's... I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> but, no, you know. I mean that's partly why we're bringing people together, and that's why we have these conversations. Because when you bring minds together, we can find the best of you know multiple minds, and and that's why community is important. That's why groups are important. That's why network working is important, and that's why I'm so excited about you know doing these conferences because it's like things like that give an opportunity for the truth to emerge. And it doesn't just have to come from one mouth. You can hear what's coming from seven different mouths and kind of say like, okay, here's the best of all that, you know? So I'm curious how um, shattering the illusion, tell me about how you got the idea, how you and Joe Murray started talking about this, how you got the inspiration. What's the idea behind the uh, conference you're putting together? All right. Well, uh, real quick, the history pretty much goes a little something like this. I went out for breakfast on like a Saturday or Sunday morning, um, probably I think back in like January, maybe late December. Anywho, uh, the breakfast place that I like going to is next door to a privately run theater. And I was sitting in the lobby of the theater looking around and the owner of the theater was in there and he's like telling me all about it, showing me all, all the PA system and everything. And I got this idea that maybe I could start Maybe I could start writing some presentations and rent out the theater for a day. And I was talking to Joe about it. And Joe and I have become good friends over the past year. And uh, talking to him about this theater and everything, he's like, oh. And he said to me, uh, he said over the phone, he goes, we could do a conference. And I was like, really? You think that we could do that? Like, everyone's going to come to New Hampshire and do a conference at this little, you know, 200 seat theater. Like, all right, I guess it'd be pretty fucking expensive, though. So, you know, we started talking more about it and everything like that. Then it was just like, well, then uh, we were like, what about an online conference? And next thing you know, like we're talking about the seed conference last year and then you and Will and all the uh, the rest of uh, your your group there did the the first funnel conference. And it dawned on us that, that uh, we can definitely do an online conference and it would be a lot easier to do so. Joe and I have been um, pretty much just like got the fire lit and we're just, you know, working hard. We 
putting a putting a website together making sure that we have the channels all set up and everything like that and you know like what it really came down to was just like you know we got to take advantage of the time that we have and uh you know just put on this event to make sure that we can spread as much truth as possible and you know invite uh invite as many of uh, as many people as we can you know and try to have it one have it just be one day event where it's not anything too overwhelming you know for for me personally because i'm kind of a little bit more te- I, I, you know I, I don't know how joe would feel about this but he's told me in the past that he's like you know working on his technical literacy and i'm i'm a little bit of maybe maybe a little bit better at it than uh, than he might be at the moment but he's well on his way and uh you know so it's like i'm i'm going to be kind of you know the MC like DJ kind of <laughs> behind the scenes, making sure everything's happening and everything like that. But we were like, you know, well, what do we, we were thinking to ourselves, like, I know I'm all over the place, <laughs> um, but we were thinking to ourselves, like, what exactly would we want to do? Like how, like what, what would we call it? And we were just like throwing names back and forth. I forget which one of us said it, but we're talking about shattering the illusion and how authority is, you know, uh, man-made authority is, is really just an illusion. It's all just been set up, uh, you know, all these different, um, prescribed beliefs and everything. They're, they're just illusions, you know, they, there's, so we gotta, we gotta like do, do away with those. How, well, we gotta shatter that illusion. It's like a pane of glass, you know, just bust it, just get, you know, so how can we do that? Well, let's, let's gather around some of the, some of the best speakers that we've met through our through the podcasting and everything like that and you know and so we were just like i'm just like all right i got i got my i got the guys you know i got the guys i want to invite and everything like that uh, I, of course like i thought of sean mccann like first and like first because like one of my greatest friends for a very very long time and uh you know without him i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have met any of you guys you know I met Ivan through Sean and then I, through Ivan, I met like so many more people and I met, I met Will through Sean, like after the seed conference, Sean like told Will like, Hey, that kid that asked in the, in that kid that asked you that question. Uh, and after the conference, I know him. How about we all get together and do a podcast together? That's how I met Will. And I'm pretty sure I met you through Will or it was you and I met somehow. I, I can't fucking remember. It's like, it's like, you know, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I can't. And, uh, but anyways, like, you know, it's just, everything just seemed to come together. And, um, Mark Passio was helping me embed the Twitch stream onto the, onto the conferences website. And he and I were on like a discord call and he was like helping me out with the, with the, uh, the HTML embed code to put on the website to make sure that the Twitch stream was there and, and everything. And, I just told him like, Hey, like, this is what you're helping me with. You're obviously invited. You, 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 you know what you're doing <laughs> clearly, <laughs> you know, like you're Mark fucking Passio. You, you know what you're doing. You're invited. And he's like, uh, all right, <laughs> I'm in. I was like, Whoa, really? No kidding. So that was, that was a very great surprise. Kind of like random, uh, random surprise there, but I'm just floored with the, with the amount of just like, just, for one day to have like such the the people that are involved in this like it's just 
amazing to me that to be able to put the, something like this on and to really just put the effort in to like to just give a platform to make sure that like there's enough of uh, of of the the speech going out because i really do think that there is still time to reach people and to change without anything going hot you know what i'm trying to say and it's like the whole the principle of like vibration comes to mind where if we're speaking it out and putting it out then that is affecting some change for the better and in a very very positive way where we're not initiating harm and that's my biggest focus and that's what I'm, I'm most excited to do a conference like this about that's why i do the podcasting that's why I, like all the speech all the speaking that i do even in the real world where i speak to people on the street i don't record it like some other people i wish i did sometimes because i have some pretty good conversations with people like at the store and, and everything but i can't be walking around with a camera all day every day it's but like who Get needs the gopro on your right. head yeah, I thought yeah, about it. <laughs> yeah. have, like be like James O'Keefe from Project Veritas and have it in my glasses or something, you know, like who knows? But then, you know, there's I don't want to get anyone well, in trouble. You got but. me thinking about something, you know, like an, an allegory example metaphor I like to use, you know, um, when people are new to the idea of natural law. One of the simple explanations I like to give is just everything we do matters, right? every little thing matters everything we do and so an allegory for that is imagine when you're a little kid and you're sitting by a lake and you pick up a little rock and you throw it in the water well you know the water reflects that action all the way across you know the other side of the lake right and you start throwing in more rocks and it makes more and more waves right you see the rings ever expanding you can't throw a rock in the water without making those rings it's impossible yeah. And it's the same thing with our words and our actions. Everything you do is reverberating out and affecting everything else. So when we're doing something like this, like putting our minds together for a conversation and focusing, that's a big deal. Now, if we can get 10 people to do that, that's a bigger deal. It makes a bigger wave, right? And so these conferences we're, we're trying to put together, from my mind, it really creates that opportunity for a bigger wave to pulsate out and i'm really excited about it you know a lot of times doing the podcast by myself it feels really like an uphill battle and i feel like giving up a lot of times because you know you get a couple people listening maybe every, every once in a while somebody gets inspired and writes you a little letter or something but for the most part it feels like it's falling on deaf ears <laughs> but when we start working together on it and we start putting together a conference boom all of a sudden we see more people reacting and a bigger a bigger action happening so you know for me the funnel conference was was really a, a culmination of a lot of work of being part of that group our natural freedom alliance that we created you know and and seeing us work together certain aspects of the work fall more on people that like have the skills like you're saying you know will keller's been our um you know kind of main production guy he does a lot of the art all the art pretty much and so a lot of that work falls on his shoulders, but everybody else in the group helps in their own way and jumps in when they can. And we learn from him the things he's doing that look good, you know? So yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about this September and having your guys' conference on, it's the 24th, correct? That's correct. 
Shattering the Illusions on the 24th. And then Funnel 2 is going to occur on September 10th and 11th. It's going to be a two-day event. And we've got quite a few speakers lined up. Um, I want people to go check out freedomundernaturallaw.com and um, look at the speaker lineup. It's getting pretty exciting. And register um, so that I can send an email and let you know when there's changes and updates, you know. And so um, I'm pretty fired up about it. And, and, and I really need to start working on, I am working on it every day, what I want to say and how I want to say it. But um, I think the key is kind of like what I'm pointing out in this episode is that it's really up to each of us to work on ourselves and then start working on, on, on this networking thing. Like how you said, I'm not even sure how we met. I can't exactly remember either, but it was because we were both putting our intention out there. We were putting ourselves in those places where we're going to be found by other people with like minds. You're never going to find the other people with like minds if you don't put yourself out there so you can be found. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have a favor to ask of you. If that's sure. not, don't give up, please. Yeah. As, as, as many times as you might be second guessing yourself, or you might feel like you know, oh shit, um, maybe who who knows what it is? Maybe it's feelings of foolishness, or or whatever it is that's making you have those those doubts. It just means that you're growing. It just means that you're that that you're seeing in yourself opportunity to learn more and to be better and you inspire me so don't give up <laughs> you know well, far from and, it and like i i look forward to hearing your you have this great knack of of like solutions and and a positive mental attitude you know even when it's the dark and dreary stuff which from time to time you do get into I, I still hear it that like you're doing it to expose it, to find a solution to it, not to dive down a dark rabbit hole and uh, to stay there, but to like see it, look at that shit and figure out a way to get through it, you know? So yeah, don't give up. Oh, no way. You know, I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to share that I, I have those thoughts and feelings. It's hard. You know, it's not always easy yeah. and I have to battle those, you know? So, yeah. you know, that's but, just to let other people out there. I mean, I think a lot of people are crippled by their own um, mental constructs. I can't do it. It's going to be too hard. I don't have the skills. Well, reach out and find someone who has what you don't have, you know, do what you can until then. And then, you know, the universe kind of is amazing in the way of when you take a step of faith, it, it shows up for you. And I, I think to me, that's, Faith is a tricky word. I spent some time in my podcast trying to define that word. And I don't like to see it the way that a lot of people see it. I don't think it's just, you know, it, it almost could be the same thing as giving up, right? In some people's minds, having faith. But I see it more like um, as you're learning something, you have faith in yourself that even though there's going to be obstacles, you're going to push through. And, and I know something deep down about myself is that I don't really give up, you know? I find a new tactic, I go a new direction, but I don't give up. It goes so against my grain. So when you hear me saying, oh, I felt like giving up, that's kind of me saying, I found a way to get around that feeling, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's the way that's I great. It, so I just don't, I, 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 I just don't like, I don't know, I, 
good people saying that they're thinking about giving up. I, I, I take it upon myself to be like, no, don't. It's just like, it's, you just never know, you know, you, you want to be like a part of the positivity without ignoring the, the bad shit, you know, like the, the new age stuff where it's like, don't look at the negative. You're just going to give it more energy. Like, that's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's just like when you hear somebody being like, oh, shit, am I doing the right thing? And they are doing the right thing. Go, no, dude, you are doing the right thing. They, you, encourage it. You know, that's where I come from with that. And I I, I, I don't want to see you giving up. <laughs> no, I'm no. glad, too, because you're like one of the faces that would come into my head if I did. You know, it'd be like, there's James like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, right on. Da, da, da. Really, I really appreciate the compliment. And, you know, I'd swear every time when I've had those thoughts, something has happened. There's come through Jerry. He's on. He was on the um, show tonight. He popped through with an, an email or a message for me on Discord or or it'd be someone else who would send me a little email saying how much one of the episodes meant to them. And I'd be like, see, see, people are paying attention. You are reaching people, you know, or the yeah. message is getting out there. And we we all need each other. We, we all need to keep it, it's not an easy path we're on here. I mean, in some ways, I almost feel like, you know, we watched 300 recently, right? You know, those guys had to go defend the past with their swords, right? Mm -hmm. it, you know, I don't have the toughness that those guys did growing up as a warrior physically, but in some ways it would be easier. Like I was saying, if all we had to do is go shoot the bad guys, you know, or go pull out a sword and die fighting, you know, but what we have is like this weird intellectual discernment kind of figure out what's the right thing, how to get along with each other to form, you know, when everything seems like an illusion, we're living an illusion and we have to try to tell people that it's a delusion it's like all these weird subtle layers right and then even the slavery thing like you say we're in slavery and people don't want to believe it because they can't see it you know they don't see the chains connected to my arms and legs you know and yeah. so it's like this weird subtle spiritual journey and it's tricky it's not easy it, it requires a lot of willpower you know and yeah. so thank you for encouraging me and being another um, bright light out there i really i really appreciate that it keeps me going that's what I'm here for, man. That's 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 what I'm here for. If I'm not good at if I'm not good at, you know, podcasting and relaying information, I do I do know I'm good at one thing and that's encouraging people, bringing people together puts a big ear to ear smile on my face, which is great to bring it back to the conference. Another reason why I really wanted to, you know, do that when the when the opportunity was proposed to me you know when joe was like hey we should do this and i was like yeah let's do that because i really like bringing people together like there's been a couple of instances where people have met each other on my show and i didn't know it i'm just like and next thing you know i'm like hearing you know like will mm. for instance you know uh, we had a round table discussion and will for instance was like hey nathan nice to meet you and it was nathan redette and will keller oh, meeting yeah. for the first time and i'm just like wow really i didn't i didn't know they didn't know he like they hadn't met i was like holy shit they're meeting because of an idea i had that brought people together like, it made me just so happy so bringing yeah. people together and like encouraging people when i see them doing the right thing like that's something that i know i'm i i know i'm i'm good at and like that's something that i know i can do you know uh, the other stuff yeah there's 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 some work that needs to be done for sure <laughs> We all have work to do, right? But you got it. You, you know, got it, buddy. But, but like, yeah, I mean, 
you know um yeah i'm really excited uh, for the future even as dark and dreary as it looks i'm some pretty excited for it yeah we might be swimming in shit, but at least we're swimming in shit together right <laughs> <laughs> i brought my snorkel <laughs> yeah. right on well thanks so much um everybody who came and commented um you know jen and rob and john and misty and jerry and um you know i really appreciate people that came and showed up in the comments and will um and thanks you um james for being here tonight and spending this time with me i think we'll have to do another um podcast maybe i'll come on your show leading up to the um leading up to our conferences and then i'm really looking forward to the conferences too it's going to be exciting so um yeah i really appreciate it man i think i'm gonna about to close up the show any last words or thoughts you wanted to pop out there before i roll the end stuff uh go to shattering the info to learn more about the thing uh, the event that i'm putting on um and you know contact me through there or you know uh you can go and also my other website is freeyourmindne.com uh, so go check that out too uh live stream pretty much every saturday night at 9 p.m uh eastern time and uh you know i just i i i don't know man i i really thank you very much for inviting me on and and uh you know spending time with me too man i i really appreciate it and everyone that was in like you said everyone that was in the chat like it you know it's always it's always kind of cool to see the the feedback in real time you know i don't really get a lot of that on my on my uh broadcasts or anything like that but yeah it's it's neat yeah to that's see. a really cool thing about the restream i'm i'm enjoying you know it's kind of opened up this new dimension to the podcast you know it'll, like I, I really want it to be more inclusive like get people involved you know just hearing myself talk gets old <laughs> yeah. but i mean for for the very very last words for me tonight i guess i would just say you know like people out there you know it there there is opportunity to uh take our destinies in our own hands i guess something like that you know it's 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 time that we stand in our power and take our freedom back try to do it peacefully <laughs> that's, that's it yeah <laughs> that's well we still can yeah. good words james much appreciated my man yeah man. all right let's see if i can work my technology here and bring the the outro in and then i'll i'll roll a little bit more of the um the music that shows our um at the end i'll play the music and it shows our um the advertisements for the funnel and the advertisement for the shattering the illusion and we'll nice. be in touch james and um i'll look forward to seeing you soon my man thank you appreciate it thank you yeah all right here we go